that that's his problem his or her problem i ain't got nothing to do with that i offered it these three things are mm-hmm. you hungry do you need to use the bathroom or are you tired no none of those things you're just angry you gonna be angry over here i'm gonna offer you some suggestions and tools to help you self-soothe you not soothe i'm not stopping my shine because you over here crying cry little nigga I got stuff to do. I'm shopping right now. Mm. I'm like, you're not running nothing over here. No. Hey, what up, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon, a.k.a. EQ Bobby. And I'm joined today by my marvelous partner and co-host, Hey y'all, it's Yandra. Welcome to The Buffet, a podcast where we give you endless food for thought. We started this podcast to review the questions we have asked and continue to ask each other since we started dating. These conversations will range from lighthearted and comical to serious and deep. We both have backgrounds in counseling and are young Black professionals in the DMV area. We know just enough to come up with the questions, but not enough to have all the answers. You can expect for us to be real, raw, and sometimes spicy. All right, so what are we talking about today, Sandra? So today we're going to do 15 questions to evaluate how well we know each other. I really love the GQ couples quiz. If you've ever seen it on the YouTubes, there is one with Lauren London and Nipsey Hussle. There's one with Tiana Taylor and Iman Schumpert. And I think that there might be one with um, Sierra and Russell Wilson. But either way, I think that they're so cute because often it is the, well, I think the Sierra and Russell one, they did both. But usually it's like the man answering questions about the woman to like test how well he knows her. Um, But I wanted to do it both ways. I wanted to kind of test you about your knowledge of me and test me about my knowledge of you. I feel like we should have some decent knowledge of each other at this point in time. And even if there are things that we don't know, I'm interested to see um, why maybe we don't know these things or if there's like some difference in the way maybe you perceived how I would answer something versus what the truth is for me. So, okay. Is it, so these questions are taken from the GQ, GQ quiz, GQ, GQ. <laughs> no. So GQ did not publish their stuff. Hose. So I took it from women's health magazine. They actually have like a really long list of questions that range in topic from like future orientation, just the actual person knowledge of their personality, knowledge about sex, things of that nature, kind of knowledge around everything. And I just selected about, 15 that I thought would be kind of cool for us to discuss on the podcast but not have people all up in our business so I will post the women's health magazine link on our Instagram page so if you're not following us please make sure that you do and post a few of the questions there as well just to kind of help you get started with the conversation you may have with your partner or friends or family all right sounds good to me okay you know but you know every time quiz pops up it's like hmm is this a setup for for uh for me? Is it a setup? Why would it be a setup, babe? Not because you said not because you. It was mostly because you said uh the quiz is mostly about testing the men's knowledge on the females. I was like, oh, so it only matters what the man knows about his woman. It don't really matter, you know, what the woman knows about it, about her man. And that's why I said I don't like that 
part of the format. I think that is really cute and like fun to see their little banter back and forth. But I'm like, that's not representative of how things should be. What are we saying is important that a man knows his woman and that's it. Like mm-hmm. much to your point earlier of like what, well not earlier in earlier episodes of how men are taught to cater to their wives. Right? Like mm-hmm. I can cater to you because I know you, but if, I don't know nothing about you. How is there any responsibility on me to be able to, to cater to you? Mm-hmm. So it's, a, it's not a test for you. It's hey, a test for both of us. There we go. Cause that's, that's if a, I don't, don't know advocate. you, you could be like veto. Yeah. Here. See, we, we don't, uh, we don't advocate this, uh, that one, the one sided, uh, dynamic that, you know, society perpetuates or has been perpetuating. Nah, we all about reciprocity. Yeah. All right. You want me to read question one? Take it away. Okay. Would your partner ever relocate to accommodate your job? So, oh, just, just to confirm, I will be at answering this for you. So, like, I'm answering how I think you would answer. Yes, that's the way the question okay, is one, written. So, confirm. would your partner ever relocate to accommodate your job? This yeah. is the answer that you think that I have. Yes, I, w- I would say yes. You're correct. I would definitely relocate for your job. Now... On your side, I think the answer is also yes. Is that right? Yeah. Why? Why? Because I'm happy. I happen to be fortunate enough to have a position where I can pretty much work wherever in the country. Um, especially now with telehealth being like a popping thing, and I feel like I can make it work. So I'm assuming if we move, if we ro- relocate, it's because this is a move. This is a move that's like, hey, this is worth it, and. I'm down for it. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way. I, while I don't necessarily, while I have not found 100% the career path that I'm going to follow for eternity, I do know that I have the skills to pay the bills. <laughs> right. And then <laughs> and, also, oh, my fault. No, no, no. And that I could work anywhere is what I was going to say, especially after working remote for a year. I really know that I could work everywhere. I like routine and I like the stability and structure and I could just re- recreate that someplace else. Yeah. And, you know, because, you know, we live up here in the DMV. DMV means D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. If we move out of this bitch, odds are it's going to be a lower cost of living wherever we go. So it's probably going to might work out better financially. I feel like the only reason we will, I know for sure I would move, and I'm assuming you would too, is because the money was right and it was mm-hmm. a good position. So, like, take that along with the odds of the place that you're moving to being lower cost of living means you'll probably get more bang for your buck wherever you go at least at that time assuming your job wasn't in like new york or san francisco or something boston or some wild shit like that yeah very true i had a colleague of mine moved to new york recently and i was like but why right and the money had had should have been enough to compensate for the higher cost of living it's by high. high cost of living i think i just, I just think for, for new york standards i just think it's more expensive for housing. I don't think like everything else is more expensive. That's true. I guess you're like groceries, yeah, eating fa- out, yeah, social fine. things. You could definitely be yeah. hella cheap and like cut those costs. But mm-hmm. just the rent, I'm not trying That's to have wild. 15 roommates and live in a closet. Yeah, you will have to. I just won't do that. All right, you going to shoot off number two? Number two. Would your partner ever want a long distance relationship? I said no. I said no for you. And I think that the reason is is no, because later questions are going to ask about love language and stuff. But I don't think that you can make it very long without touching me. I know that sounds a little like. Yeah, but you're you're, you're 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 not incorrect. <laughs> yeah. So 
be a long distance ain't it's not for me um in general i mean i'm sure they'll probably be you no know, like I, I might be able to finesse it for like a little bit of my time but nah long distance ain't it no 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 and even the wording of the question is like want a long distance relationship I don't think there's ever a situation where you want it. I think that you could tolerate it if it was short term or if it was finite, like we knew when it was going to end. But you would never be like, oh, you want to move someplace? Go ahead. I wanted us to try long distance. No, that's not it. You would never say yes to that. No, no. Like The only way I see myself saying yes is like like you said, if we had, it was like finite. But like, I mean, finite, like a a few months, Mm -hmm. like a few months. And then if it's longer than that. We gonna have to establish some some rules and regulations. Like, hey, like, don't ask no questions. Nope. Both sides. Like, hey, when when I'm with you, I'm with you. But no, I don't like. mm, That's why I I say long distance. I don't know if I could do that. Long distance is it's unnecessary stress on the relationship. It is, and I'm all about trying to decrease unnecessary stress Mm -hmm. with my choices like if i can choose to eliminate some stress Mm -hmm. on our relationship or on you as an individual i'm gonna make that choice that's the choice that makes the most sense to me like doing something that's like assholeish intentionally and or doing something that is just gonna create extra stress why there's already naturally built-in stress yes so it has to be like long it has to be very short term or if it's long term we got to come up with like a plan where we're going to bridge a gap sooner than rather than later so it's like i'm assuming the only reason it would be a long distance is because also like job shit like i'm we, it, it ain't like we're gonna wake up and like it's like oh yeah my mom and dad decided we're moving across country for their job so i gotta move with them like nope nigga that's true we, we don't need we, we grown now so the only reason that i would think that would happen it would be because of a, of a job and in that case, to an, that that kind of goes back, yeah, go back to to answer number one, where it's like, hey, at a certain amount of time, somebody moving somewhere closer, mm-hmm. wh- wh- whomever it is, and if we can't make that work, then I don't know what to say. That's fair. Mm-hmm. What do you think for me? I for you, I would say you would if we had like def- definitive plans. Yeah, same. Agreed. I definitely think that that's true. If I know how it's going to work out, because mm-hmm. that will decrease the stress for me. Right. If like, you have like a thought out, I know how you are with plans. Yeah. So yeah, as long as I got a plan, like, hey, this is what's going to happen. I imagine with this is the timeline and X, Y, and Z, either I'm going to move back mm-hmm. after this amount of time and this is done, or I want you to come move with me after this amount of time because you know, I know you need to do whatever you need to do to get your, your stuff together and come over. Yeah. So yeah, it will be some sort of planning. Yeah, agree. And it got to be beneficial. It has to make sense. Yeah. It's not just some, I wanted to move, so I decided to move, and I did not think about you or how that may affect us. Huh? Mm-hmm. Porter gay. All right, number three. Does your partner want to get married in the future? Meh. <laughs> I also said, no, I said, I said yes lady. for you. Oh okay. I, well, you I said mean, you said yes for me. I said yes for you. Wow. I, I thought said, you. I thought you would have said man too. I'm kind of like ambivalent about I it. I said no ish. Yeah. That's. I yeah, think that, that sounds that sounds that sounds close. That sounds closer to me. Yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm more no ish. Like I could see it possibly happen, but it's just like I'm ambivalent. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is which is 
better than what I was when I first started. I tell you that much. That's true. the The needle is definitely moving more to a place where the it's very maybe. It's yeah. giving very maybe. Yeah. It's giving very like mm-hmm. if it answer's not happen, certain. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Cool. If it doesn't happen, also sure. Cool. Yeah. I wonder. I'm interested to see because the question says in the future. I'm interested to see how that answer changes as time progresses, Mm -hmm. just because I think that there are going to be things that are going to be more joint as time goes on. And so as those things, as more of our lives, as our lives become more intertwined, there we go. That's what I was looking for. I just think that we're going to get to a place where it's going to be like, uh, it it would just make sense. It it, It is, it's more convenient if we are married at this point. Yeah. And, and I do like the flex of a husband. Okay. I do. There you go. Yeah. I'm okay with that flex. Let's go. I feel like, yeah, like you said, given enough time, it's going to be like, I don't see why we aren't married at this point. Mm-hmm. So... Did I answer for you? I asked for you. I said, man, we for did. you. Okay. So number, number, cuatro, four for y'all. Hold on. No Spanish. How no does, way. how does your partner feel about having kids? I said that he wants them, but I guess that's not the feeling. I would say that you want them, but you recognize how much they're going to change our lives. And even in wanting them, there is some, hesitation <laughs> because it's like these people are gonna change things no nah, these nigglets are gonna change everything yeah they are they gonna fuck up my vacations for a little potentially bit. for several years i don't think so i think for a little bit That's, i mean i mean a little years, i mean several years in a grand scheme of the pension lifespan several years is a little bit i guess but it's still several years where like I need them to not throw tantrum. Oh, never mind. Let me. That means I'm probably never gonna bring them on a plane. Um, yeah. Did you get those kids today in TJ Maxx? Yeah. The whole time I was like, I was I was just flashing back to the Dave Chappelle skit where they had the black and white uh, trial system, mm-hmm. and then like when the SWAT bust into the white dude's uh, house, but they was treating like a black dude, and the, and the dog was just like set standing there, and it was like, shut, somebody shut that fucking dog up, and then, pow, and they shot his ass. I was thinking about that, about that kid. You're so horrible. But it was two kids. That's why I was, I was like, is that a car alarm going on? What is going on in here? Yo, that's it an ingenious car alarm. kids in a shopping cart, one in the top, one in the back, just going off nonstop. They, they both needed their ass beat. That's not, that wasn't the solution. That was definitely the solution. That was not the solution. That was the solution. They were you, just just, need, you just need one good ass whooping in front of people, and then you all right. No. They won't, I, they, I bet they won't do that shit again. But what are you teaching them in that moment? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Brandon, I don't agree with that. I think that listen, children are demons. They must be tamed to civ- no. to and civilized. I do think that they need to be civilized. So there's a lesson there about why we shouldn't behave that way. But when you are that small, you are just responding to external stimuli, trying to communicate your needs or wants. That's it. No, no, them little them little children look old enough to speak. No, one was in the front. It was kicking its legs while it was screaming. It just was not big enough. It was to kicking be able its to... legs. I don't know what gender. 
they uh-huh. the thing uh-huh, the thing <laughs> the human the mini human uh-huh. no i don't want to i don't want to hit my kids for crying that's not the solution that's well, not, for not not for crying but for like being an asshole and and, and like out come on now. they don't fuck your feelings that's the number one lesson you need to learn as a parent these kids don't care nothing about your feelings or about what you want to happen and you also need to treat them with that same regard. Like, oh, oh I, you're going to cry? It. Oh, okay. So just Go ignore ahead. the shadow? Yes. You need to learn how to self-soothe. I'm going to ask you what's wrong with you. I'm going to offer you three things. Are you hungry? Are you tired? Do you need to go to the bathroom? Oh, none of those things are wrong with you? You must just want to cry. And that's okay. Cry. I'm in TJ Maxx because I'm shopping. But why should I, can- why, why should I suffer this, this, this affront on my eardrums because this kid don't have no home training it it's not a matter of home training or not you think that's reflective that's the other thing that's why i'm saying fuck your feelings because the other thing of it is is like you as a parent carrying any guilt about your kid crying this that that's his problem his or her problem i ain't got nothing to do with that i offered it these three things are Mm -hmm. you hungry do you need to use the bathroom or are you tired no none of those things you're just angry you're going to be angry over here. I'm going to offer you some suggestions and tools to help you self-soothe. You're not soothed. I'm not stopping my shine because you over here crying. Cry, little nigga. I got stuff to do. I'm shopping right now. Mm. I'm like, you're not running nothing over here. No. This baby crying annoys the shit out of me. It makes me want to silence it forever. I feel that, but there's going to be times where the sinister. baby... What? It sounded, that's, that sounded sinister. It did sound sinister. There's going to be times where the baby is crying and you can't figure out what's wrong with the baby. You just got to let it cry. No, you cannot punch my child. I won't. <laughs> you said I'm not because there's no child right here. And then you said I won't. Which one is the truth? They're, bo- they're both mean the same thing. I won't and I'm not. Oh, yeah, I'm not means because there's no kid here, so I can't not right now. But, yeah, I won't punch the kid. Okay, Brandon, I'm serious, though. You really can't. I'm not, I'm not going to punch that kid. Stop calling it that kid. It's that kid. It, 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 he don't exist, so it's that kid at this point. Children, if you're listening to this in the future. Don't say daddy loves you because it don't I sound was, that, that way. That was not coming out of my mouth. What were you going to say? I was. I didn't punch you. <laughs> you cannot use this in a court of law. Yeah, that- I, didn't, I didn't punch you. It didn't happen. It never happened. I wouldn't, I wouldn't punch my children until they were grown. I don't want you to hit them. What lessons do we learn from hitting? Sometimes it works. Sometimes? Nine times out of ten it works. No. No. We got to have some, do some work I around feel like, our parenting I feel, style. I feel, I feel like if we did a poll on people who got their ass whooped and, and the ones who didn't, assuming they went in some opposition or defiant disorder type shit going on, I feel like it helped. It helped in some ways in in terms of kind of increasing your anxiety or fear. Not because if you do, if you, if the kid is right, you don't need to constantly be hitting your kid or excuse me, punishing your kid. Mm. If hopefully they're smart that you don't need to do it once and they learn, okay, I can't, this behavior is not acceptable. But it needs to be associated with a specific behavior. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. You cannot hit a kid for crying. And, 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 And of course you don't hit them off the, punish them off of the first instance you gotta like you like in real life like here's the warning you're like like yo this is not how you do this this is how you should do this and then take it to the a warning verbal warning a 
Second time, hey, it's a little write up. What you doing? You 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 fucking up. Third time, hey, my nigga. Pop. After that, my you can't be my kid. What do you mean? There's no return. I, I mean, I, you, yeah, you can't you can't fire him. So, um. oh my gosh, <laughs> you have to go from whence you came. He's you like, are you know no what? longer my child. I'm sending you. I'm sending you to the hood for for no. the summer. No, uh, no, don't do my kids like that. I think, in general, I'm not a fan of corporal punishment because I don't think that it teaches you anything. I do think that it can be effective if it is used like highlight use for very specific instances. Now, that also depends on the kid. You can put the fear of God in your kid without hitting them some kids are like oh you said something you're disappointed that hurts me more than like you hitting me so it's also about like knowledge of your kid yeah i like i i get i get that i can't remember the pow pow okay you know you about to run across the street and you need to know that you can't run across the street pow pow you're right but at the same time i feel like if i punish you i potentially stop you from getting punished by life and them niggas ain't gonna give a fuck. I care about you, mm-hmm. so take this hit with the intention of I'm doing it to pre- prevent you. Because if you don't learn this lesson now, you are gonna fuck around with the wrong person down the line. You are gonna get your whole shit split. And what I'm what I'm looking like, I'm not trying to bury my kid. I want my kid to bury me. Hashtag John Q. So I feel like while I get what you're saying about corporal punishment and stuff like that, it's not ideal. I do believe it does have some real world. Uh, applications and, and benefits and should not be discounted just because niggas don't like to be physical with people i mean like obviously you shouldn't be out here whooping like little toddlers asses but like i feel like some like children definitely need to ass whoop every once like every once in a while they didn't, like every kid should at least have had at least like three good ass whoopings in their life that's fair three is not too high of a number yeah after that i mean like I, i'm i'm we need an iq test we went on a little tangent here, but we definitely did. it's okay. All right, you were next. What number were we on? Five. Oh, yeah, you're right. Does your partner want to own a home one day? Big Y-E-S. Spells yes. Y- yeah, I hope y'all can spell that. Come on now. You don't think they can spell that? I mean, this is America, and America ain't number one in an education. Wow, the shade. Yes, you definitely want to own multiple properties and or homes yep and a few different places yep everywhere i want to spend a good amount of time at mm-hmm. what's a good amount of time though i, I don't like, know about like months months okay florida yeah or a place where i like i can see myself going to on a reoccurring basis mm-hmm. so like if if i like how i imagine is like if money was no option for me and i can like vacation as many times or as often as I want, what places would I be going to most of the time within the country? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and then those places I'm like, then I want a place there. That makes sense. So then you don't have to pay for accommodations there. Mm-hmm. What you're paying for is your flight. Mm-hmm. And I can also flip that because I, like, when I'm not there, I can go ahead, you know, mm-hmm. rent that out. Smart. What's my answer, babe? Yes. Mm-hmm. When I met you, 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 you was like, yeah, I'm trying to get this house. Yeah, you're right. I'm still on that timer. Yeah. 
All right, question number six. Does your partner like to talk about the future? Why or why not? Yes, you do. Mostly just because you like to plan. <laughs> and it's kind of like ensuring that our goals are aligned and or we're and or we're working towards the goals that we have identified. 100% right, babe. I said yes, because I think that you have dreams and goals that you want to achieve. And talking about them is both inspiring and like motivating and reassuring. Like yeah. to hear me say like, oh, yeah, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you can do that. I'm excited for that. I look forward to the day when like this thing is a reality. I and think that is motivating for both of us. And then when you're like, yeah, like, how can I help? That type of stuff. When you start giving, I'm like, she cares. Mm-hmm. She care about your boy. She want a nigga win. She want me to win because she know if I win, we win. Mm-hmm. Right versa. So, yeah, definitely. You are absolutely 100% correct. All right, I feel like we are uh, six for six, six for six right now. We are. All right, one hundo. Number seven. What does your partner prefer to do with their time off? I don't know. Oh wait, no, it's my answer. Yeah. Okay. I said that you like to relax and travel. Absolutely. Relax and travel, preferably both at the same time. Mm-hmm. But I, what I, the way that I conceptualized the question was like time off, like after a day of work, mm-hmm. and then time off, like literally uh, extended okay. time off. So that's why I put that's both real. of those. That's real. Yeah, I like to unplug. I don't like to. Not really unplug because you want the. Wi-Fi. Not unplug. I mean unplug from my day to day responsibilities. I don't want to be thinking about my job. It's already stressful enough thinking about these people. No, what do you so. say for me? For you, mm-hmm. I said <laughs> activities. <laughs> yes, babe. You're always doing something. You, like I'm always getting on your bike, miss. You do not need to plug every minute of every hour of your free time with things to do. It's okay to just sit your ass down and not do anything. I have a really hard time with that. I know. I don't. I don't know. But it's helpful. Who That's you why that? you being the relaxing king that you are. When you're like, babe, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to sit guy. here. I'm like, oh, oh, sit here. Just sit here. And then I just sit there. And you're just like, I, I know. know. I'm, I'm getting anxious. Usually, I'm supposed to be doing something. <laughs> usually I just go to sleep because if I stay awake, I'm going to find something to do or talk about something that I feel like I should be doing mm-hmm. and then feel a little guilty. The only other thing that I had besides activities was quality time. Yeah, that's a good one. But sometimes they're the same thing. Sometimes it's like we're doing an activity together, so I feel like it's quality time. But it's just when I said activities in my mind, I was already picturing like us doing it together in my mind. Oh. So I didn't, I didn't need to like specify that. Yeah, that is quality time. Yeah, because I love being up under you. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, okay, is it your turn next? Yes. Does your partner like to travel? Come on now. I don't know. Big yes. Big Y-E-S. What would you say for me? That's I, yeah, I said yes with two exclamation marks. Yay. So. Yeah, you're right, babe. Uh-huh. We definitely like to travel. I'm okay with small travel. We could just do a weekend trip. That's satisfying. That's what I'm trying to get up on. I'm trying to get my, my weekend trips up because I, when I think vacation, I think like extended weekend. So like at least three to four days. And, you know, I never, I'm just starting to get put onto the whole like, you ain't got to go out of the country or across the, or across the country for a vacation. You can just like, Go to the next city over, or just you know do a day trip, or if 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 anything. So I'm like, this is these are interesting things. 
Yeah, I think COVID helped me conceptualize vacation in that way just because there weren't as many options. Mm. And I like weekends away because I can, I mean, this may also be problematic. I can get back to work and like transition back into the work week without the headache of like, ugh. Mm. You know how you need a vacation from your vacation sometimes. The weekends away are like just enough of time away. And there's always like at least a three day weekend each quarter. So I'm like, okay, this will be the thing that we do to like hold us over until the next big vacation, whenever that is. So I like that. Mm, that's real. I like I it. I liked it. Mm. All right. I think it's my turn. Mm-hmm. How does your partner feel about having pets? Are you asking me? Yes. Negro. <laughs> no, please. That's yeah. what I wrote. That's what no. I wrote. She don't want no one. Mm-mm. She don't want nothing at all. If we have kids, your sibling is your pet. Damn. I don't know if I advocate that. Uh, that you messaging. cannot play with it. You, okay, Ooh, what do you want to do with it? A, a, wow. <sighs> okay, fine. You can play with this other human. You could change it the same way that you have to clean up after. Because most people, when they mean pet, they mean dog. Because I said, yes, you want a pet. Whenever we talk about you're like, yeah. we're probably going to get a dog. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what kind of dog? And you're like, what's a Rottweiler? No. No, what's the one? Pitbull. Pitbull, that one. They're the same in my mind. What's the difference? They're two distinct different breeds. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. A hood dog. That's what I think of. Why gotta be a hood dog? Pitbulls and Rottweilers are hood dogs. No, it's not. Black people dogs. That's not true. Well, Pitbulls definitely are. But Rottweilers, and I feel like they're more German. I don't know why. No, I think that they're both... Uh, hood dogs, black people dogs. See, hood, but hood and black people are not the same thing. They're not synonymous. You're right. You're one hundred percent right. Black people in the hood be having pit bulls and and also black. No, I'm just gonna say black people. So I feel like black people in the hood definitely have uh, pit bulls and or wattwallers. But also black people not in the hood also have pit bulls. Maybe a wattwaller. That's true. But once you, some people, when it's the Depending upon the partner that wants a dog, they end up with those little toy like. Yeah, dogs. no, I don't. And the only toy dog I I consider would be like a Frenchie, Mm-mm. like a or like a Boston Terrier. Mm-mm. Those are cool. Or Boston. I want a dog that's there. if we ever did get a dog, I want it to be active to do the stuff I like to do what? to like go for walks and stuff. Pitbull. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That. Yeah, I don't want no high energy dog because now I'm exhausted. I want somebody that a dog that can like chill, but also can like get up and walk with me or us when needed, and then mm-hmm. chill again. What's the kind of dog that Eric has? Pitbull. Shout out Eric. Mm. Shout out Judas. Judas is. I'm talking. When I say Judas, I mean his the pitbull dog. name. Judas. Mm, okay. What What was your answer? I said yes for you, but what did you say for yourself? For me, it's like I want a dog for sure, but I just do not want to take care of it. So that means you don't really want one. It's I want. Like, I, like, I want. I. I. Because the part that's gonna fuck me up is I'm gonna come home and he gonna like be pissing or sh- in or shitting somewhere, and I and I'm I'm just gonna like black out and then like the dog's gonna be dropped off in Chinatown. Brandon. Yeah. It's something, don't something nobody like well for sure don't nobody want no damn pit bull meat so <laughs> your dog gonna come back with you you think you're gonna drop it off and they're gonna and, say and the dog's gonna come right back exactly scratch on my door and bite me mm-hmm. yep. your turn mm. how does your partner like to spend their money 
I said that you like to spend your money on travel, food, designer things, and experiences. Say it again. Travel, food, designer things, and experiences. Yeah. I see you're right. You're right. Would you actually write? You didn't write anything down? No, I didn't actually write oh, anything right. down. But does that sound right? Am yeah, I that's right. Yeah, you're right. Like, you're right. Mm-hmm. Those are the things I like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like nice things. Bougie. I like light, not, I like nice things and experiences. I don't know. Does that make me bougie? Just because I like nice things? No, everybody's their own version of bougie, though. Because whenever yeah. I call you bougie, you're like, it takes two. And then you say, we're just different types of bougie. But that's the way that you're bougie. Those are the things that you do not mind spending a whole bunch of guap. You're right. Shit, I earned this. Run it. Give me my shit. I'm going to be using it. I want the best. Mm-hmm. And I, even though I can acknowledge sometimes designer ne- might not necessarily be the best. And that's something I'm coming to realize now recently it's like yeah like designer doesn't mean better it just means name recognition Mm -hmm. so now i'm just like i just want whatever is the best shit i can get and but it's just like seven to eight times out of ten it is the designer shit fair okay now for you what was the question again how do you spend your money Mm -hmm. i said frugally (laughs) yeah (laughs) and also it has to be with a purpose Mm mm-hmm and if it's not that, it's travel. That's when you like. Oh yeah, I'll that's ball when you. Out. Yeah, that, that's when you're a ball out. Like ball out to the point I was like, ooh, word. You talking about some? I want a hotel room with a goddamn with like a pool going through that bitch. I'm like, nigga, they can make that. <laughs> but I was like, okay, okay, I fuck with it. But yeah, frugally and with purpose. Yeah, I wrote for myself when I was thinking about this. I said. I don't like to. <laughs> I don't like to spend my money. So yes, frugally. Which, which which I think is good for this relationship relationship dynamic because we can't have two people, both of us out here just dropping guapo on right. random things if we weren't like rich. So it's good to have like a moderating influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but we're probably gonna be S O not S O L, but we're just gonna be balling out on, on vacation. So Yeah. It's okay. I can wait to stunt. Stun a stun on a Okay, does your partner consider themselves an introvert or an extrovert? Mm, that's a good one. I think this is like the hardest question for me. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? First, answer the question. I asked you, Negro. Well, you supposed to answer it. No, I'm supposed to answer it. Ugh. Yes. Okay. I can't, I don't know. I could get confused with this because you show tendencies of both. So, like, I believe you believe yourself to be an introvert, mm-hmm. but you are mad extroverted as well. But I do know that being extrovert or being like energetic around a bunch of people. This drains your energy and then to use like, all right, I'm done. I'm ready to go back and like recharge. So I, I so I put you down as introvert, uh, introverted extrovert. Okay, that's fair. I put myself as an introvert, but it's also because of the way that we conceptualize introverts and extroverts. Mm-hmm. It really is just about where you, you get your energy. Yeah, where mm-hmm. your source is. My source is myself. My source will always be myself. I am selectively social, so there are times where I like we can phrasing. go out and I'll be like, 
social, spending time with the people, talking to the people, engaging with mad people. And so that can present as an extrovert to people who don't know me. I've heard that before. Like, oh, are you sure you're an introvert? And I'm like, yeah, nigga. I, I, right now, the social butterfly part of me is activated. I pressed her on, but she has a battery. And mm-hmm. once her battery is empty, <laughs> I'm going back home to be by myself. Don't ask me nothing else. That sounds right. Yeah. I, for you, I said that you are an introvert slash ambivert. Ambivert? Mm-hmm. What is that? I feel like I should know this. Select, selectively social, like oh, how yeah. I said. It's, like it's I true. don't think that you... I know that you don't like people. You say it often that you don't like people. No. So I know that people are going to drain you. But I also do know that you have the same um, ability that I have to like engage, be charismatic, be funny, and like draw people towards you. So... There's if that. we're out, people may think that you're an extrovert. Yeah, I've gotten that before. Mm-hmm. I, well, mostly I get. Oh, I thought you was an asshole when I first met you. When I got to know you, you were you were a funny dude, bro. Like you, you cool people. I'm like, I guess. Also, I am an asshole sometimes. <laughs> so you, 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 both things could be true. Yeah. Also, I feel like in thinking about us being introverts, I realize when we're in group settings. Like one of my friends has said this to me before. She's like, "Y'all don't talk to anybody but each other." I'm like, yeah. What's the problem? With yeah, <laughs> I, I don't see a problem. I, I'm here with you. Yeah. I don't know these niggas. Yeah. So that's another reason why I know that we're introverts because all these other people, I can spend however much time with you and then not be draining for me. So even if I'm in a group with other people in order for me to like keep my energy right, I can just talk to you and it's like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Mm. I'm like the battery pack, the, the travel kit, the travel battery pack. Mm. It's of social situations. Yeah, I'm interested to see when we go out socially in a couple of weeks here where it is like just us. Mm-hmm. What I mean, which the majority of the time it is. It is just like just us in a setting and there's other people around. But you know how some couples are like, oh, I want to talk. They'll talk to other couples or talk to other people. That ain't us. And I'm interested to see what it looks like in that setting and how people may choose to like start engaging right. with us. It, it doesn't come natural to me. No. Because, like, first and foremost, I just need y'all to know I don't give a fuck about y'all. I don't give a fuck. Really, I don't. Uh, it's because we care for work, babe. That's why. Yeah. I can't care about just the regular people. I get paid to care. I care in general, but yeah. also, like, legitimately, I get paid to care. Yeah. That's I can't. True. I can't be caring for free. I can't care for everybody. My, I can't. My, I can't. You know what I mean? My energy is limited stock it this is this is a uh what, what do you call it what, what's the what's the streetwear sign the, the streetwear brand that uh everyone it, this is this is supreme oh. supreme mm-hmm. like my shit is like supreme it's limited stock get it while you can once it's once it's gone it's, it's gone. gone the best you could do is try to find it for resale but it's gonna be mad high. yeah the price of the brick up. the price of the brick be going up 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 in a way your turn okay also we're on question 12 now mm-hmm. and we've gotten all of them right yay team we in there okay question 12 question question 12 <laughs> how does your partner prefer to show affection for you i said that you like to show affection by touch 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 right yeah yeah just back into it and let it touch. I used to love, oh 
Marianne. What changed? What happened? You found out he was four foot ten. You're so disrespectful. <laughs> You're so disrespectful. No, Trey Songs came on the scene, and I was like, "Bye, Marianne. I got a new boo." Mm, you, uh, so it's not. It's not. There's not enough room for two boos. No, I'm and a one woman, one man type of woman. Oh, you limited. <laughs> your fantasies but okay, okay. Fair, fair enough fair enough fair enough fair enough was i right touch or is there something else yes you are correct i do like to touch <laughs> now for you i put quality time and acts of kindness or service Cause i feel like this is this is the five uh love languages kind of mm-hmm. re- rephrased then there's some touch in there too. You like it when your boy got his, you know, his shirt unbuttoned and shit. Yeah, it's visually appealing. Mm. I do be wanting to touch you, but I do just like to look at you too. It makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I need a little hit. Bef- that's like when we call each other during the week, and it's like, oh, I just wanted to see you. It's like, oh, I need a little hit, mm-hmm. a little hit of that good stuff. <laughs> but yeah, she's you're gonna right. make me. She's gonna make me blush. You can't blush. You black. I got blood. You just can't see it. What are you talking about? That's all. Um, but yeah, you're right. I put for myself. You said acts of service. Yes. Yes. Acts of service, quality time. Mm-hmm. I do like a little gift here and there, but it doesn't. We've talked about my gifts before. It's mad small stuff. Yeah, like guess, thoughtful things. Maybe my maybe my gifts are kind of acts of servicey because I would consider when you like the meals and stuff. Mm-hmm. I consider that a gift, but it is also an act of service because it's like, oh, now I don't have to think about food. Well, you know how I am about convenience and, and making things like work smarter, not harder. If I can knock out two of the things at one time, I can hit you with active service and a gift and Ooh. it's thoughtful. Ooh. Come on. Come pop, on, son. Pop, why, pop. Why, why, why wouldn't I do that? Why right, wouldn't babe. I do that? You be knowing. Hey. Number, you one. You did. Number 13. How does your partner prefer to receive affection? Quality time. Quality. Okay, yeah, so I'm talking about you. Quality time, small gifts, thoughtful gifts. Uh, and then, you know, little some booty squeezes here and there. You know, some words of affirmation, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I like them all. Yeah, a little bit of everything. But that makes Smorgasbord. Me, mm-hmm. That makes me think to the last question, then I don't think you got it right. Because the last question was about how does your partner prefer to show sure. affection? That's, what, that's, that's why I said... I don't show you through quality time. I try to show you through acts of service. You're right. But I did, did, I did say acts of service. Or I said acts of kindness, but I said acts of service because I felt like it was a rephrasing of the love mm-hmm. languages. But I did say, I do have, you can read it right here. I got. Let me see. That was number 12. Mm-hmm. Touch and acts of service. What is that? Oh, not in order. How's your partner? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Don't be trying to take my point. I wasn't. Uh-huh. I was just confirming. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll be, be knowing. For you, I said that you prefer to receive it via words of affirmation and acts of service. And they weren't in any particular order. But I feel like we had a conversation about words of affirmation a little while, like after we talked about languages, and you were like, actually, I bang with them. And acts yes. of service, I always knew you like those. For sure. Yeah. Like if you just. Uh, any way possible. I appreciate you forever. But yeah, definitely words of affirmation 
really does help. I th- yeah, I think I, I mentioned this like in a previous episode about just in general, just for guys, just don't you don't generally get much act at words of affirmation or just you know you did you've done a good job or you know I'm proud of X Y and Z or thank you for this or you know what I'm saying just being affirmed in the good shit that you do. Mm-hmm. So I always do appreciate it when. I receive it, but I'm also surprised because, again, I am not used to receiving it, so I'm always like, ooh, I didn't see that coming kind of situation. Yeah. I wonder for you, do compliments also act as words of affirmation? Does that fall into the bucket? Yeah, I would say so. Okay. I would say so. It just makes me feel good. Okay. Like, ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like I am. today, you be, ooh. Mm. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I am. Yeah, I'm saying, you know what I mean, I mean, I, I am a handsome gentleman. I can, I, I am, I can safely say, say that. Yeah, you are. I earned this. Time. I earned that. Um, but yeah, it does feel good to hear you say that. Hmm. Yeah, I can't have somebody out in the streets telling you you're fine. Nothing is worse than that. Like you. Well, that's also a way to make it easy for someone to swoop in. Mm-hmm. If I stop telling you you're fine, and then some lady. Yeah. But now somebody else say I'm. If I'm like, yeah, thank you. I know. I yeah. hear. I hear this every day. Appreciate it. I obviously, I, you know, you got good taste. Obviously, so I, I like you just off of that. But you know, that's all it can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, look from afar. You can look, but you cannot touch. Mm-hmm. Unless you want the pow pows. Mm-hmm. Try. Okay. Try Jesus. Mm-hmm. Not me. Cause she throw hands. Fourteen. Number fourteen. What does your partner like to talk about at the end of each day? I put nothing. <laughs> you don't really like to talk about anything at the end of each day. You will ask how my day is, and I will ask how your day is. But usually, you don't have anything that's like pressing that you want to discuss at the end of each day. No, because generally, end of each day is just kind of routine and like wrote like mm-hmm. same next day, same as the last. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If there's anything interesting that happened, and you know, I might mention it if I remember it. But on the day, I'm just, I'm just like, no, nah. I'm like, I'm good. This is yeah. what I ate, workout, mm-hmm. um, weekend plans, travel plans, or whatever kind of plan, or you know, that type of thing. And you know, obviously, I try to check in with you as well, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, you don't really be having too much to say at the end of the day. No. And then even when you're talking. Aside from the routine, on the weekends, usually we're together. So, so it's like, you, you was there. I, I don't need there. to tell you. Yeah, I don't need to tell you what you did. You was there, ma'am. Yeah. What would you say for me? For you? Mm-hmm. I would say thoughts and feelings about day. Yay. And some sort of plan. Mm-hmm. Some sort of plan, some sort of change that you're implementing, mm-hmm. your schedule changing, like your frustration with the scheduling, school like you be telling me stuff yeah i be telling you everything yeah and i'll be like ain't nothing happening over here it's <laughs> yeah. whatever i try to i try to coax you into telling me something because i'm like something has to happen if all these things happen to me something has to have happened for you but a part of it is the work that you do what happens to you is what's happening to someone else and you yeah. can discuss yeah, it so these, i can only be like yeah and clients was was crazy like you know, what I mean, people fucked up in the game out here, mental yeah. he- mental health wise. That's and that's as much as I can tell you, hip wise. You know, what I mean, I, you know, I I like my having my license and don't need ethics boards coming out to me, so I can't really say too much. There's no niggas out here fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. All right. 15 is me. Mm-hmm. How does your partner bring up uncomfortable topics? Ooh. Okay. I would say when she's ready mm-hmm. and after she has started through, toss it around, make sure it was it's not something you're overreacting about or think you're maybe overreacting about, you know, so make sure where you're where the the issue is coming from and once you have like those thoughts in order you'll bring it up regarding the issue that we can then rap about and reach a resolution yeah i think that's right what i said for myself was all of those parts of the process of like thinking it through and then asking to talk and trying to like set a time i try not to like just be like and on today, yeah, and on today, and like we're vomiting on you. I first of all, first of all, that's me clapping, you know. First of all, da 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 da. No, you, you no. respectful with, so yeah, I appreciate. I try it. to be like, I think that uh, there's something on my mind. I would like for us to talk about it's, it. And and no matter how, and I was going to say, no matter how nice you say or how smooth you say, I still get that. Oh God. But I try to reassure if you if I know you because I know that you react that way. I'm like, it's nothing big. It's about this. We we're going to be fine. I just wanted to talk about it. It was on my mind. I I just think this is an an instinctual man response Mm -hmm. from this evolution and 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 year and years of just like collective humanity knowledge for like of mankind. I feel like they just put in our DNA like those words is just like I need to talk. Like, you uh, like, oh God, it's all down here from here. Like, oh God, what, what happened? What's going on? Oh God, okay, let's get ready. Mm-hmm. All right, get your mind right, bro. Get your mind right. You got it though. Mm-hmm. You do well every time. I said for you, for uncomfortable topics, and I guess this is also like just disagreement. Mm-hmm. I said that is usually random. It's like connected to some external stimuli. Like I feel like any time that we've talked about something that was uncomfortable, remember that conversation we had? We were in the Chick Fil A drive through, and I was like, we were just listening to the radio. What are you talking about? We were coming from Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Boy, you don't remember, so I don't I even don't. know I'm about to walk you down this path. Go ahead, but you got to do it. No. Because <laughs> well, what, 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 what was it? What was the... We was just listening to the radio. There was some... That's what I was saying is external stimuli. Mm. Maybe we weren't listening to the radio. Maybe we were listening to a podcast, mm. and it was something on the podcast that was related to the topic that you wanted to bring up, and uh, then you like went into the right. topic. That, or even like if, if we're like talking about something else, and it like... I yeah. don't know. It's just some kind of synapse in your brain is like... Actually, yeah. this is a problem, and we're gonna talk about it now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. And I'm I'm just not getting comfortable, like talking about this type yeah. of shit with someone, or or feeling comfortable knowing that like it is welcome and, I guess, warranted. I guess, mm-hmm. you know, like like just becoming cool with expressing my issues or concerns when I have them, and not just like having to keep them bottled bottled up and and go about my day. Just like you got an issue, bring it up. And sometimes I don't know it's an issue until like something like prompts me or something like that. So that's another aspect of myself that I'm just trying to get a better hold on, just kind of acknowledging that and trying to get ahead of those issues and knowing what bothers me 
without needing that external stimuli. But it is what it is at this point in time. But, you know, I'm trying. You're out here trying. Yeah, no, definitely. I definitely think that you're trying. And I also think, like, to what you said, it is a skill that you have to build. You have to get to a place where you're, like, able to recognize what it is that's Mm -hmm. happening, able to, like, call it out in a way that will make sense to both yourself and the other person and then be able to move forward. I'm I'm, I'm unlearning programmed behaviors Mm -hmm. for, you know, last 30 years. Ask years, you know, and, and I asterisk, feel like asterisk, asterisk, because your boy's about to be why that, what? No, I don't even know all that information. <laughs> anyway, I mean, you know, I need. I'm starting to unlearn some of these, you know, these things from the last three decades or so of conditioning societally and things of that nature. So mm-hmm. it's a process, and processes are generally not quick. No. And sometimes they're not linear. Yeah. You gonna take some steps forward, take some steps back, take some steps to the side, cha cha slide, turn around, one hop. <laughs> cha cha again. Uh, uh. And then and eventually you'll get there. You will. Final food for thought? Sure. Final my final food for thought is know who you dating. Mm. You got, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure, sure, I'm sure, I'm quite sure, I'm quite certain that you have some questions or you probably have a concern or two that you want to bring up. Maybe you might not necessarily have a concern about your partner specifically, but maybe about the future of mm-hmm. your relationship or anything that might be going on in your life that you feel may impact you down the line, which in turn may impact the relationship. Talk about it. Ask about it because this is your future. Don't fuck around with it. This person is going to be in a prime position to affect your life in the most intimate of ways. Yeah. So it would behoove you that, you know, the person that you're literally laying next to at night for the foreseeable future and beyond, you have no reservations about. And if you need to ask them, uh, you know, it's a question my nigga, you should know if your partner wants kids. Yeah, you definitely should. <laughs> like that—that that shouldn't be. Like I don't know. I don't know. I surprise. Like I know people, and when I say people, I mean people who like. Yeah, I'm married. I'm not sure about what we're doing about these kids. Like my, my nigga, this is y'all fucked up. Y'all did this backwards. Mm-hmm. So my my final food for thought is a. Hey, if you got questions, ask them. Get answers. Agreed. I think that's a really good one. My final food for thought was like, yeah, I know you. And I'm really grateful to be able to answer these questions with ease and not have any like, I don't that's know. True. Like, I'm not sure what Brandon thinks. None of these things were question marks to me. And I think that that is a testament to our ability to pay attention to the other person, our ability and desire to like truly know the other person. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always going to be interested in what you think and what you feel and where you're at and where you want to go. And that's what some of these questions are really about. For just sure. Like knowing these things. And like I said before, my other final, well, my secondary final food for thought is that these, some of these answers may change. Yeah. And the other part of this is like being attuned and in tune with your partner to know if any of these things change because it may be 
an external stimuli or it may be something in your relationship that's making them be like i want kids but not with you yeah <laughs> and uh i'm gonna stay here but the kids that i want i'm gonna have to go collect them someplace else mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i think i am grateful to know these answers for right now but am hopeful that I always am able to answer these questions, whether right. that's five years from now or 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. As things change, I hope to always know you in this way. Ooh, I like that. And I guess to add on to that as well, is like some of these questions may seem like kind of superficial, like kind of basic, but I, I, I think that it goes beyond just the, the surface level of these questions. So like a lot of these questions, like, yeah, you, there's like a yes or no response or a quick response, but like, do you know the reasoning behind mm-hmm the uh the answers or what in their life led them to that decision you know like for example if you if your partner doesn't want kids why do they not want kids you know that that type of shit it's easy to be like yeah i know she don't want kids but do you know why yeah so look under i'm I'm using now to a reference here but you gotta look sometimes a lot of times you gotta look underneath the underneath Mm. kakashi and that's that on that peace Make sure to check us out every Monday, wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all that good stuff. Make sure to subscribe, listen, and rate. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their cousin, auntie, mama, grandma, granddaughter's son. Work that out. <laughs> tell them what they can follow us at, Sandra. <laughs> Math problems. All right, if you have a question you want us to discuss on the podcast, send us an email at thebuffetpod at gmail.com and we just might shout you out. Follow us on Instagram at thebuffetpod, all one word. Thank you for listening, learning, and laughing with us. This has been The Buffet, where we give you endless food for thought. We out.